Multi-Geek Show, Episode 3, recorded August 26th, 2009. Today's show, we're going to talk about Captain Hook fighting Frankenstein's monster, how much the Coca-Cola brand is really worth. Um, We're also going to round it out, talking about if Colonel Sanders made dinosaurs. So, so stay tuned and uh, enjoy the show. So I say, Captain Hook versus Frankenstein. Now, that would be a ridiculous fight. Yeah. Right? But here's the question. Is Captain Hook in black and white, or is Frankenstein in color? And which Captain Hook? Is it, is it Dustin Hoffman from Steven Spielberg's Hook? <laughs> oh, yes. You're Frankenstein. Please, let it be that one. Smee. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster's after me, Smee. Oh, man. That would be ridiculous. Now, I would love that. Now, what about you? You just mentioned something that I thought was <laughs> I thought it was really precious. Oh, Tell me, you said something about Silent Hill. Who would yeah. you like to see running around Silent Hill? Uh, Goku or Vegeta? <laughs> From Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Now, do you think it would be unbalanced, the gameplay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you've got the Silent Hill monsters, which are... More or less, you know, usually shambling mounds of mangled flesh with, like, a nurse outfit on and three heads and a table coming out of its back. And then you have, like, Kame. <laughs> there would just be this crater. Also, isn't one of the dangers of Silent Hill the fact that you're trapped? Okay. I'm just saying flight. They'd just be like, you know, Goku would be like, Hey, Vegeta, let's fly out of this mess. And you'd go, I hate you, Kakarot, but you're right. And then they'd fly away. No sad song at the end with snow falling. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, oh. um, well, but speaking of Dragon Ball Z, I saw the video for that uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, massive multiplayer online game. Yes. They did a really good job with the graphics. Yeah? Yeah. It looks, it's like cell shaded. Um, I guess we can post that on the blog, that video. Sure. Um, it was really impressive because it looks like the it, it just it looks very much like the show, mm-hmm. um, and man, but that's not graphics. That's not typically where MMORPGs fall down. They fall down in gameplay. Yep. And we were just talking uh, before we started recording. World of Warcraft, man, it's probably one of the best games ever made, ever of, of so. any platform, of any type, any genre. Yeah. So, I mean, why don't these MMORPGs take a nod and say, wow, this is what they're doing. This is why people, this is why 11 to 12 million people subscribe to this. Why don't they just, it's right in front of them. They can sit and play it and go, oh, I should put this in my game. At least elements. Not just straight rip it off, but say, wow, I'm addicted to this and I'm a game designer. What what elements of this can I use in my game design? You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. But um, have you played any other massively multiplayer online game? Uh, um, not as much as Warcraft. I mean, I've tried different ones. I've tried the D&D one. I've tried EverQuest. Just a tad. Um, Why didn't you Ragnarok play? I played. Ragnarok's the anime style one, wasn't it? Yeah. That almost was just like a regular RPG. Kind yeah. of. That was the first one I got into. 
that's what actually got into Ragnarok. But um, yeah, you know how I started playing World of Warcraft. You, you were sitting in your room. You played it for like two weeks straight. (laughs) You're like, look at all this neat stuff. And at the time, it didn't really appeal to me. And then you started. I think you were a druid, a night elf. No, you were a night elf warrior. Yeah. And you got up to level like twelve or something. Mm. And you were like, look at this, and look at this, and look at this. And I thought, huh. (laughs) <laughs> and so then I went and I bought it and uh, the, I didn't have really any RAM so the game was like a bunch of blurry <laughs> spheres like there was no uh, detail in any of the graphics but I, I spent money to upgrade to play that yeah but um, I don't know dude I don't know if Dragon Ball Z is going to have the curse of the MMORPG that follows World of Warcraft uh, someone will play it yeah and I think this more than an EverQuest or a D&D um, is going to have people who are going to play it just because of how awesome it looks. Yeah. Because it's the world mm-hmm. of Dragon Ball Z expanded and living. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know. Um, I was, you know, we were just looking online to see EverQuest. I'm like, whatever happened to that? You know, we were kind of looking back and forth. What did that article say? How many subscribers does EverQuest 2 have? 175,000. And then how many subscribers did World of Warcraft have? Over 11 million. <laughs> wow. Now, if you think about it, let me hear. Let me let me do some quick math. You've got, do you know how much a subscription to EverQuest is? The same, 14.95. So, okay, so 14.95. And then you take that times 175,000. That's still $2 million a month. That's not shabby. I guess it depends. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it depends. They have, like, gambling debt. (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they do. They could be. (laughs) They're ill-gotten gains. Okay, (laughs) then then 1495 times 11 million... That's $164 million a month. <laughs> now you let's do that times 12. <laughs> That's $1.97 billion a year. <laughs> Holy jeez. Oh, man. You know, and it just goes to show... Is that a month? Or no, it's a year. year. Okay. That's a year. Uh, wow. It's almost $2 billion. Yeah. That's a really good game. <laughs> so. And actually, the number here on the calculator, it's on my iPhone. It's 1.9734, and then the letter E plus 9. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And you said, <laughs> that's how you know you're making a lot of money when there's letters involved. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's like in a... The first Super Mario game, mm-hmm. I think it's at the end of three one when uh, you jump repeatedly on the turtle shell on the stairs, and you keep racking up points and you keep racking up extra lives, and it goes from the numbers into letters into just shapes. <laughs> That's actually Blizzard. They have a supercomputer that keeps track of subscriptions, and the output of the supercomputer information is Mario jumping on that <laughs> shell. And it's just all these different shapes and dollar signs. <laughs> yeah. And they have hired a a linguist to create a new language just 
to keep track of how much money they're making. That's amazing. That is amazing. But they have the money to do it. They do. Yes, they are also... They have the money to do anything, actually. That's exactly right. They're also... <laughs> that just reminded me of that sketch on Mr. Show with the, uh, the billionaire. <laughs> There's a billionaire, and it's you're, you're talking to his accountant, who's Bob Odenkirk, and uh, the... Uh, He's talking to the camera and he says, "Well, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's broke. Um, you know, how, let's see how does how does a man go through this much money? Um, hmm, let's see. Uh, he's got a campaign to legalize tomatoes here, um, and it must be working because I had a, a tomato for lunch, and I'm still here, aren't I?" Then <laughs> he says, "Hmm, let's see here. And last year he hired the entire nation of Canada to sing happy birthday to him. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, Blizzard's making a lot of money. Um." You know who else is making a lot of money? Who? Coke. Coke. Coca-Cola. Do you think it's the most popular soda? I, I think not only the most popular soda, I think that uh, <laughs> there have been marketing studies done, and Coke is the most, um, what's the word? It's the most valuable brand in the world. Why? Because it's the most recognizable among any product. There huh. was a study done. Uh, because in marketing you're going to find that usually it boils down to one of the you know one of the main things is branding and what that means is that it's kind of been shown that everyone has in their mind more or less a ladder of what they consider to be the best in each different category like if i say to you um, luxury car you're probably going to have a top 2 that you would say to me um if I say luxury car to you, what do you say? Uh, Rolls Royce. Okay. And then what would be Mercedes the Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz. Okay. Why not BMW? Because I didn't think of that first. Right. And it's the marketing's <laughs> job to make you think of that first. Oh, okay. If I say, um, as a for instance, if I say best fast food. McDonald's. That's right. And why, though? Because it tastes the best. It does taste the best, but you know why else? Because I guarantee you that you will see more McDonald's commercials than any other fast food restaurant. It also tastes really good. It does. <laughs> but I noticed that even during this recession, McDonald's, they're still advertising not just what is new, but they do what are called branding ads. These are ads that aren't just saying, come and buy our new third pounder. It's just ads of people enjoying McDonald's. Uh-huh. Like, if you look at the commercials, it's like everyone is really happy and there's a, a catchy song going on. Also, yeah. McDonald's is, if you, and you look at the commercials, they're targeting um, ethnic groups other than Caucasians because in their commercials, there are Hispanics and Africans Americ- African Americans more prominent in this latest advertising campaign. Yeah. Um, so, I say all that to say that it's marketing's number one job to make you think of them first when it's time to buy. You know, and there are a lot of other things involved with marketing and stuff like that. But that uh, that report I was talking about, it came out sometime in the neighborhood of 2006. Um, yeah. And it was by Business Week. And it says that um, the Coca-Cola brand, the brand name, is worth $67 billion. I see. Um, and so, if I'm reading this correctly... What it says is that 58% of people polled 
Like Coke owns fifty eight percent of the soda market. Meaning Really? That's what it says here. Oh, I thought it'd been more than that. You know, um Well I'm sorry, no, that I think that might be soft drink overall. Oh. Including water, Powerade, oh. tea, yeah. sweet tea and everything. Coca Cola has fifty eight percent of that share of delicious beverages to enjoy. <laughs> so but to answer your question, yeah, I think that the brand is important and I think that you know, that you can put a value on it. And that's what marketing seeks to do. So that you recognize something. If you see the yellow golden arches, McDonald's doesn't even put their name now usually. They just put that yellow golden arch on yeah. the red background and that's their colors. Huh. Yeah. But interesting, interestingly enough, what are Burger King's colors? Orange and brown and yellow. See, I don't know. I just did you just make that up? I don't know. Is that really their colors? I think so. Because I I would That's say like, I always think of. they've got that you know the red Burger King with the yellow bun around it and then like a blue circle is their logo, oh. but it's not the same. You know what I mean? Burger King goes for a more um, like with their marketing, they go for this more guerrilla marketing like Who? cool hip underground kind of stuff burger, burger king? king oh okay they did a tie-in with aqua teen hunger force they do they did xbox games you could get xbox games with the burger king in yeah. them through the drive-thru and stuff like that it's like I burger king is how was it goofy yeah and that's their whole thing <laughs> they're just like hey check it out their new marketing campaign is practical jokes and it shows the burger king like waking people <laughs> yeah. up from a dead sleep now, if you watch the the commercials carefully, I don't think that they film the Burger King at that location. They never show the Burger King with the mark. Oh, I see. So I think that they really are doing this. I think someone is committing practical jokes, but I think they filmed the Burger King afterward. Oh, I see. So, sorry if I destroyed the magic for anybody, but... I haven't seen any of those. But anyway, um, Coca-Cola is what we were originally talking about, because you have sitting over there a Coca-Cola... It's a, it's a can. No, it's a bottle. It's a, it's an aluminum can. Nice. So tell me this, because this is what I want to know. Did it taste different? Yes. Tell me what. What was different? I know that's hard because <laughs> from a well from a fountain, it's different than from a can than yeah. it is from a glass bottle. You know. I, I mean, I thought it would taste like just like from a can, so they're both aluminum. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't? Was it more carbonated or less? You know, I didn't really notice about that. It just had a different flavor to it. Yeah. Hmm. What is your favorite style? I think my favorite is a uh, fountain soda, fountain Coke. Yeah, me too. Or Pepsi with crushed ice. Yeah. That is money. (laughs) That's how it it rains right there. Yeah. Um. But you know, um, Seven Eleven, they used to have Coke products, right? They still do. Interestingly enough, are you sure? Yes. You know why? Why? Because I was just there before I came here. That double gulp was full of Coke Zero. Okay. Because I saw an ad for Pepsi Slurpees. Well, here's the thing. This is what's interesting. Okay. They're the only place that I know of that has both, okay. and it comes from the same machine. The right side was all Coke products, and the left side was all Pepsi products. So from the same large machine, you can get a Coke or a Pepsi. You know what I'm going to do next time? I'm going to mix them. Don't do that. I am. 
No. I'm going to mix Coke and Pepsi. I don't think that's a very good idea. Well, how do you know, John? Because the Earth would die. <laughs> it might. It would just die. I know. 58% of the population <laughs> would disagree with my tastes. <laughs> no, but uh, you know what's interesting is that, did you see that Coke's 2-liter has changed shape? Yes. That, I believe, is also an attempt to brand them differently than other 2-liters. Oh, I see. Because that's not really saving space. That's showing you, and I think that might be why they're making these aluminum bottles. They Perhaps. want you to think, what is the Coke classic Coke logo? It's the red cap with the white shape of the bottle. Yeah. And they're trying to go a step further with that, I think, and take the bottle and make it that shape, the two liter, and now yeah. the cans. Huh. Eliminate the mindset of Coke is the same as Pepsi. Look, they're both cans. Yeah. You make it. Now it's that shape of a bottle. Huh. Maybe. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Perhaps. Like so is. we'll see. But yeah, Coca-Cola. Um, man, Pepsi. Pepsi's my first love. I love you, Pepsi. Come out with a product that's like Coke Zero. Um, it tastes like Coke to me, and that's really good. So this is an open verbal letter to Pepsi and PepsiCo. Make a diet product. That tastes like regular Pepsi, or at least close, because sometimes Coke Zero tastes like it has pepper in it. Sometimes. Pepsi, you should die in a fire. <laughs> I picture these two. Um, they're as, as though like Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and you have one fountain drink with a straw that's Pepsi, and one that's Coke. And... Coke is just rich and strong. <laughs> and now Pepsi's dying in a fire. His ice is melted all over. And no one is helping. We're all just watching drinking Cokes. <laughs> a Frito-Lay ambulance comes. And there's no medical equipment in there. It's just chips, man. <laughs> what is that going to help? By the way, Frito-Lay does make delicious Doritos. I do like Doritos. Nacho cheese Doritos. That's my favorite chip. Nacho cheese? Nacho cheese Doritos. Or for a while there in the 90s, it was called Nacho Cheesier. I like uh, Cool Ranch. Yeah, Cool Ranch is good. I don't like cheese snacks. Oh. I'm leaving. (laughs) Goodbye. No. (laughs) Goodbye. Still don't like them. You're like, yeah, take your (laughs) cheesy snack intentions with you. Filthy cheese snacks and Pepsi. Take them away. (laughs) Um, have you seen these new bags of Doritos that have flavor shots in them? It's a bag of Doritos, and I guess included in it is like it, your own flavor. That it's a you, packet that you mix in with yeah, it? Yeah, and you shake it up, and so uh, you can do it to your liking. And one of them was... What does uh, that mean to your liking, though? Well, like, for instance, like Cool Ranch to me, yeah. it's good, but I can only do... They're kind of like, biting on my tongue. So if I could get a flavor shot where I could oh, put less Cool Ranch in there... I see, yeah. I would have more of the nacho cheese flavor with a kind of a Cool Ranch kick. And this is that principle. It's uh, like a standard... Well, there are new flavors as the base flavor. And then there are new flavor shots. So I think there was one that was like some kind of like buffalo chicken with like a lime flavor shot. Uh-huh. And so I guess you put the flavor shot in and then you shake it up. Huh. But, uh, you know, just to talk about marketing again, though, that's interactive and it's something new. And mm-hmm. it's something that I want to try just because I'm like, oh, check it out. Yeah. You remember when Doritos came out with the uh, top secret flavor? Yeah. That was awesome. I, I heard it wasn't very good. It tasted just like a Whopper. Really? 
like a I heard it tasted like ketchup. Mostly like ketchup. Um, I didn't think that. I, it was hard to place for me. I was like, what is it? Because they don't tell you what it is. Yeah. And finally it started clicking. And I was like, oh, it tastes huh. like a Whopper. Huh. Uh, like a Whopper with ketchup and mustard on They didn't keep that. No, nah, it was just a like a contest, I think, yeah. to guess the flavor or something. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, so I guess those are my thoughts on snacks and, <laughs> and soda for today. Very nice. Yeah. Well, thank you. So aluminum cans, would you say try it or don't try it? It's aluminum bottle. Uh, mm. You're mm. right. Mm. You're right. Mm. <laughs> What's the price difference on something like that, roughly? I have no idea what it costs. Was it more expensive, do you think? Yes. Yeah, so... Would you? Adrian says that at her place of business, they started selling the aluminum bottles, and they are more than the glass bottles. More than the glass bottles. Yeah, because the glass bottles. We used to do that back in the day when we would finish an anime. Yeah, we would uh, get glass bottles of Coke, and that was kind of like our little tradition. I forgot about that. Yeah, remember. The end of Trigun, the end of Cowboy Bebop, we'd get glass bottles of Coke. Because it was like a little celebratory thing. Because it does. It's it's colder. It just kind of has a, you know, it's cold in your hand. It's it's just, it's a different taste to me. It's nice. It's very nice. (laughs) So would you say that that Mm. is kind of like a low-rent glass bottle? You don't think it replaces glass bottles, do you? No. Nay, says he. But if they're more <laughs> expensive, see that doesn't make any sense to me. It, wouldn't aluminum cost less? I think to make? it's just because of what it looks like, and you know it's a new thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna have collectors. There are people who collect yeah. Coke memorabilia. Yeah, it looks more of like a collector's kind of bottle. Yeah. Hmm. So, because I know that metal cups. Shonda's grandfather had these metal cups that she got when he passed away. Yeah. Um, and they just. I mean, they're original from when he was, like, younger. So they're from the 30s and stuff. Um, the 30s and stuff. Are they, like, beer steins? No, they're, oh, uh, lugs? like... It's a cup. Or just, it is a metal, metal cup. cup. Yes. Hmm. Have you ever seen something that is a... Uh, you, you know that it's is metal? Is it tall or short? Uh, it's about four inches. Hmm. Uh, it's got a circumference of about two inches across, so they're not very large. Huh. They're smaller. They're not shot glasses. But in that same way that that aluminum can, how you can see that it's metal and not plastic, almost by the sheen of it, this? it has that metallic look to it. Yeah, it's the same with these cups, except they're uh, metallic blue and metallic gold, like a yellow. Mm-hmm. And when you put ice in there, it keeps drinks very cold. The yeah. the entire cup gets very cold very mm-hmm. fast, and it keeps the drink very cold. So. That's cool. Uh, so you can drink out of these cups? Yeah, yeah. They're not like collectors? No, 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 no. Oh, I mean, I you see. can see they're used. There's like little dings and yeah. stuff in them, but they are, it just, it tastes, it tasted different. Anything I have had the pleasure of drinking out of those cups tastes a little different. It's just much colder. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> okay, Jason, you just told me to download this app for the iPhone. It's called Football U. Just the word football and the letter U. And so, is yours playing? I hear the music. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I read. For free, for a limited time. I was like, all right, let's see. Let me read the description. <laughs> Welcome to Football U, the most immersive and irreverent 3D football game. <laughs> I got to irreverent, and I was like, what? Designed exclusively for the iPhone and iPod Touch. You are the star quarterback. All right. I'm going to install that. Um, 
it. While I install that, I think now would be I'll a good time. <laughs> Yours already downloaded, I then I take it. Yeah. Um for anyone out there who is a Madden fan, um I'm talking about the series of Madden games made by EA Sports. Madden ten um is pretty exquisite. Um all the things that you might like about the previous Madden games are still there and they have been improved upon. Um, I'm talking specifically about the Xbox 360 version. Um, I have a friend who has the PlayStation 3 version who said that it is very similar, uh, just with some slight control differences. But um, those elements that you did not like, um, perhaps just some of the physics uh, where it appeared as though you were being tackled and then, you know, someone would break free and it just, you know, those little things that you thought were glitches or cheesy, they really improved on that. Um, The... Just the engine itself. It, it plays as better football. Um, something that I thought was hilarious, though, is that there was a review in the latest Game Informer for this particular version on the Wii. And under the graphics, it says, as someone in the office put it, it looks more like Saturday morning football. And the picture in the magazine does. It's so cartoony. Because this new version, the... I mean, every detail from the players' helmets to the jerseys to... I mean, especially, like, the lighting and stuff looks superb. And the zoom, I mean, everything. Um, so, on the 360, you said? On the 360, yeah. As well as the PlayStation 3. Mine's still installing. This must be a decent-sized game because we're on Wi-Fi. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just heard your whistle <laughs> for the quarters. You know, I don't really like sports, but I, I like football games. Video really? games. You don't you don't like sports in what way? Like playing sports? Watching sports. Have you ever been to a live sporting event? Yes. How do you feel about that? It's it's fun, but it's just I don't get into it really like everyone else. I don't care which team wins or anything like that. Yeah. I mean it's fun to watch I guess, but it um, but yeah, football video games I always found to be really fun. Yeah, I think, uh, think I really like the Madden games a lot. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. And is that I, the I, most popular uh, football game? I think it is now. Hmm. There was a while on Sega and stuff like that where there were just a bunch of different ones coming out. Yeah, but uh, you know, Sega, Super Nintendo. But I think when EA, um started coming out with a, a solid line of games that they could repeatedly put out every year, then I just started getting more hooked. My brother, Matt, is real big into that. And my youngest brother, Thomas, is big into it, like, too. He's getting into it. So I think it's 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 cool for me because there's three of us sitting around and we'll take turns playing each other. You know what I mean? So my brother, Matt's huge into sports, so perhaps that's why I get a little more into it because he's so much into it that his passion for it kind of bleeds over. I would say my brother Matt's a sports geek. Most people would say sports buff. But like I said, I think that geek, you know, for the purposes of this show, is anything that makes you lovably peculiar. Your love for it makes you lovably peculiar. And I think that that is my brother Matt to a T. You know, he, like, we watch, you know, E3 footage. Yeah. Or or anything that we want to get geek news from. I mean, he's watching Sports Center all day. 
He can tell you player names. He can tell you stats, who got what contract. I mean, the same way that we talk about how the Dark Knight made this gross total and domestically and foreign and all that stuff, he can tell you which player's salary cap, you know, is, you know, being hit for what team and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think he's a sports geek. Huh. You know? That's cool. He's enthusiastic about it. Yeah. So I think that that, when he gets a Madden game, he's excited the same way that we're excited to play, like, Soul Calibur with Darth Vader in it. He's excited to play the new Madden game with this player who's a rookie who wasn't in last year's. Yeah. Or, oh, man, I can't wait to play... Uh, you know, the Steelers' offense, because, man, they were kicking in, in 2009, so this is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's it's cool to me, because then I can take his love of that, and it kind of it makes it more fun for me, because he's enjoying it so much, and then I kind of get more into it and stuff. But if you ever want to make a lot of money, get a band together and make an arena song that can be used in any sporting <laughs> arena. <laughs> And I was thinking about this, right? So nobody, I don't even know. Should I say this on the podcast? Because someone's going to steal my idea and make a lot of money off this. Okay. So what what should I do here? Should I say it or no? You know what? Are you planning on doing it? I think so. Then don't don't say it. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to post it on the show. Okay. We'll post it on the blog. I don't know how soon, but I have an idea. And anyway... So, moving on from that, I have my version here loaded up, and so Jason and I are both playing football. You? No, I'm out of it now. <laughs> oh, well, how about me I've missing played the bus? Football, you? Can we play this together? I'm done with that. On our two iPhones, can I play you on this game? I don't think it's multiplayer. See, that is a weak link. What? It's a weak link in in their design structure because do you realize that if it was multiplayer? We would probably want to play it just because it's multiplayer, even though neither one of us are football enthusiasts. Maybe. You wouldn't be like, oh, let's link up and see if it works, and then we'd play a few rounds? No, I would. I say rounds, quarters. I'm not that much of a geek. Whatever, I wasn't even thinking of that. Well, anyhow, the graphics in this are pretty nice. Hmm. Hmm. What are you playing over there? I can hear music. I turned it back on. Oh. <laughs> well, you wanted to play together. I don't know. Will it work? No, no. It's not multiplayer. I'm just saying I thought you wanted to play it at the I same time. I don't want to play together separately. <laughs> Why <laughs> so, not? Hey, let's watch the same TV show in separate <laughs> rooms. Like, that doesn't make sense. I mean, it kind of does. Does it? But no. No, it doesn't. So we've been, like, the last uh, week we posted, um, like, a couple of mini casts about movie stuff and so i thought mm-hmm. you know thinking a little more about video games this time i have recently gotten guitar hero metallica and i'm that is my favorite band i love metallica i think that they are um i just think they do what they do extremely well mm-hmm. in many forms and fashions not just the music itself but their process of creating the music um just the choices that they make regarding you know, image and, and set lists and everything like that. So I played Guitar Hero Metallica, and I absolutely loved it. I just thought, this is an incredible game. They introduced a couple of new game elements, and I was I was trying to find on online what they were called, like just kind of look it up real quick. But um, one of the elements is that there is a sensor bar on the guitar 
which that's just that's Guitar Hero World Tour. There's mm-hmm. a sensor bar on the guitar, which if if you've ever played any of the Guitar Hero games, you just you have to strum and play. Well, then I guess Rock Band introduced where you could play high on the neck, but you still had to strum. Mm-hmm. You know, to give you the kind of simulate doing a solo. Well, this you don't have to strum. You just use your fingers and you can play certain portions of the songs just with the sensor bar. Okay. Now you can also. Um, use these notes and they're clear and there's almost like a string it looks like on the fretboard that links them all together mm-hmm. you don't have to strum so you can just tap like one two three one two three one two three in these different patterns like and and for a metallica song because of the way kirk hammett solos mm-hmm. in like e minor pent- pentatonic a lot a lot of his solos have runs like and it is amazingly fun to just be able to you know, move your fingers in such a way that's just, diddly, 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 uh-huh. diddly, you know. So I was like, wow, that's incredible. They have, um, I don't want to spoil it because there's some neat stuff that they work in there through, like, uh, there are real life venues in there. Um, in the multiplayer mode, there are attacks you can do to each other. Like one's called Fade to Black, huh. and it makes all the opponent's notes black. Huh. There's Ride the Lightning. Which makes it's it's kind of like amp overload in Guitar Hero Three, uh-huh. but they call it Ride the Lightning. Right, and then there's uh, Trapped Under Ice where it freezes your whammy bar. <laughs> so uh, there's there's just little cool stuff like that. But they took great care in a lot of the game design. The set list is really good, and um, they, I don't know, I I just thought it was it was very well done. So I bring all of that up because in the recent Game Informer, I saw. Rock band, The Beatles coming out mm-hmm. now. Seemed like a glove fit because I heard a long time ago the rumor was it was going to be Rock Band Metallica. It was before Guitar Hero had made their foray into the instrumentation of the drum set, the vocals, and everything. Right. Well, it just seems to fit. Beatles equals Rock Band, Metallica equals Guitar Hero. But I'm not at all interested in that game yeah and i just wanted to see if you were because (laughs) i don't really have anything against the beatles i think they did some really neat stuff and they do have some very good music but it just seems like it would be so boring that is exactly how i feel i don't feel like it would be challenging they even i know that in guitar hero metallica the lead designer of that game said he amped up the challenge so that it's hardcore Mm-hmm. They even added a second foot pedal on the modes. Yeah. It goes down to expert, and then there's expert plus, and you can play with two kick pedals. Mm-hmm. Those drum parts are hard on hard. Yeah, like I'll fail maybe half the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the most skilled player, but still, I mean, like you put me on rock band, and if I'm on medium or hard, I can probably make it through the song even if by the skin of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Guitar Hero, it's not that way. But I'm just thinking, I just think that the Beatles, you it, it just has to be for those people who, like me, love Metallica. Maybe it's just for those people who love the Beatles. What do you think? I'm sure that's what it is. Because I know that they are one of the biggest and arguably most influential rock band in history. I, yeah. I understand that. But it just seems like it wouldn't be fun. Yeah. Like, you just play as <laughs> them? Is that the draw? I, I just imagine know. their songs, and I'm like... Seems like it would just be a snooze fest. Slow and boring. Yeah. Now, of course, the Beatles have faster songs. They've got Paperback Writer. They've got 
they've got Day Tripper. There, there are plenty of Beatles songs that are I'm like, all right, that's grooving, that's catchy. You know what I mean? Help. All those songs that, but still, parts-wise, hmm. Ringo Starr is one of the most simple drummers. <laughs> I mean, he served his purpose, and he fit perfectly with the band, but, dude, <laughs> I don't want to be the drummer on that Wednesday night rock band session. Because... <laughs> I'm making a sandwich while you're playing half the songs, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But I saw that on the cover, and I thought there were probably a lot of people really excited about that. Yep. But, so you feel the same way as I do? Yeah. Yeah. Not interested. See, now I'm I'm looking at, like, Guitar Hero 5, and it almost looks comical to me, the the picture. It's just like Guitar Hero 5. I don't know. It just seems like... Friday the 13th movie or like something where it's like really are you really doing this because is there anything new coming out in Guitar Hero 5 that makes me want to go out and spend $60 on songs or is it just the new graphics and maybe some because Guitar Hero Metallica introduced also I don't know I think they're the first one they introduced the open string for the bass if you're playing bass you can just hit the strummer on certain parts and so, like, because they play a lot of their songs in the key of E or E minor. So, like, like on that old stuff, like Whiplash and the old Metallica songs, it's like, like, open, 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 and then a closed riff, like, do-do-do-do, diddly-do-do-do, diddly-do-do. It's really hard. So what what does Rock Band 5 have to offer? Anything new? It's saying there's a um, <clears throat> party play mode which allows players to jump into a band or drop out even in the middle of a song or switch instruments or difficulty levels. Oh, okay, during the song. During the song. Okay, that's cool. And Rockfest mode um, is four players locally or eight on online. Um, and it, I guess it doesn't really say what that is. Oh, huh. wait a second. So you can create a playlist for Rockfest and assign a different mode to each song. Okay, so I guess all these modes are in the Rockfest mode. I guess you. Look like. Okay, so they have a bunch of different modes now to make party play more. No, this is Rockfest mode. It's separate from party play mode. I'm sorry, what I'm saying is, and I, I shouldn't have used that term, playing it in a group of people at a party, not actually calling it party play, but like... Oh, okay. The... People who I wouldn't ever think are extremely interested in this game are. Like, people who I know who aren't avid gamers have purchased systems and in turn this game, Rock Band anyway, because of its accessibility. So what I'm saying is is that in that environment, if they make it so that you can customize the play style of a party environment... Mm-hmm. through all these different rock fest modes and like when you've done it three times you've done that song three times that night it's like oh i got an idea let's do the set list and let's do this mode on this and let's do this one on this and you just just keeping variety in there to keep things fresh yeah i, I mean okay i can understand buying this because you want to play it more as a group mm-hmm. you know now what about is there anything new with the rock or the rock yeah rock band beatles um, three-part harmonies for vocals. They're going to be... Three people can sing the same song, and they each have to hit a different... Right. That's intricate. Okay, see, that's impressive. It may even be with the same mic. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm not sure about that, but well, do you know? I've heard some awful renditions of Bon Jovi's "Wanted Dead or Alive," and yeah. can you imagine three people butchering a three-part <laughs> harmony of the Beatles? <laughs> oh wow! Uh. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I just kind of wanted to bring it up because I know the Guitar Hero Five is being advertised all over uh, Pandora. That's the oh. internet radio site, and I just I keep seeing the ad, and I thought. I'm more morbidly curious about this game than I am excited. Mm-hmm. I've got my Guitar Hero Metallica, and so... And that's all you need for that's the all I need. your life. Honestly, that really is. They're my favorite band, and that is the only one I'd ever want to see. With Guitar Hero 3, you could download um, uh, Death Magnetic, the yes. album, and play it. Can yes. you download that in Guitar Hero Metallica? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. Any other Metallica songs you can download with that? Um, I think that... Or can you download any other content? I'm pretty sure you can. I haven't done it, but I'm almost 100% certain you can. How about the other artists that are on there? Are they any good? Um, songs? It's totally hit or miss for me. Yeah? Yeah, some of them are just... Are there a lot of them? Um, there's a decent number. Probably... I'm sure if you like looked at the box, it'd be like, including 12 other artists. Are they mixed in with Metallica songs? It's kind of cool, yeah. The way that it works is that you start off as Metallica. Yeah. And you play two songs. And then you transition to being the band who you create. Like, you pick your avatars and okay. you play. And your goal is to be the opening band for Metallica. So Ooh. you go and you play and you're playing for metallica trying to make them you know believe in you enough to let you open for them mm-hmm. and then the, the story is is that you become their opening act and so good to the, the point to where they start calling you talica jr huh. but the way that the game keeps things fresh is that for the first few venues you have to play covers then you play as metallica Okay. Then you play covers, and then you play as Metallica. And covers so, of Metallica songs? Well, no, don't forget. I'm sorry, I'm saying covers because I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a musician. You as the band are playing Leonard oh. Skinnerd, or you know what I mean. Like, so you're playing the uh, featured guest artists. Okay, I got you. And you have to get a certain amount of stars before you move on to the next venue. Mm-hmm. And so, but by the end, it starts unlocking it to where you can be all Metallica. Hmm. Um. And so, and there's some cool stuff. What's the last song on it? Um, I don't remember the last song, but uh, here's a spoiler warning. Do you want to know this? There's care. something cool that happens. Um, so After you beat it? Uh, no, like towards the end. So anyway. Is it part of the story? Yeah. Nah, just wait. Okay, yeah, because it's kind of cool. Yeah. And there is a, like a little story. The animation style is neat, also. It's, it was the same as uh, Guitar Hero Three, I think. Yeah, it looks like it. I like that animation. That so. very. It's almost like a very an sharp anime. And crisp. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's how they that's how they do the gameplay modes. As far as downloadable content, I don't know if you can download other songs, and I would imagine, hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. Mm-mm. I'll have to <laughs> figure that out because yeah. I haven't downloaded anything yet, but. That's interesting, though, about three-bar harmonies on the Beatles. Let's see how that goes. I also have to give them kudos for the instrumentation, like the actual game itself. The instruments look neat. Oh, okay. The old-fashioned guitars and stuff in the Beatles game and the rock band. Yeah. They, they, they did a pretty good job of making the instruments look 
like the the instruments the Beatles used to use. Did you know there's a, a rock band Lego game coming out? Like a rock band? <laughs> yeah, like I heard, my brother Thomas told me that. Why? Uh, I I don't know. The only thing I can think is because there's a sect of people <clears throat> who really love the Legos franchise, like I love Metallica. Mm-hmm. So they would get it just because it's Lego. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think. So like I said, I love I love this game because I love Metallica. I mean, I've been a fan of the Guitar Hero games and stuff before. Uh-huh. But this was like, I gotta have it. Yeah. You know, so for me, I'm thinking that there are, you know, there are people out there who are such a fan of the Lego games, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Batman and Robin. Um, Or is it just Batman? Lego Batman. Or is it Lego Batman and Robin? Lego Batman. So Lego Batman. They have to just be like, oh, Lego, let's try it. Mm, so maybe yeah. it's to tap into a new market. Um, Lego Rock Band on the DS will not have a peripheral really yeah it'll just be using the buttons hmm okay well we'll see how that goes <laughs> how are the graphics on it you're this one it's pretty much just gonna look like rock band but with legos <laughs> pretty much hmm i wonder if there'll be like clever little things in there and stuff and yeah i'm sure it'll have humor and stuff in it you know which is fine but i'm not gonna spend money on that no i I really, personally, I don't know anybody who will. I'm sure there are people, but I'm not, I couldn't think, oh yeah, I know a Lego geek. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mm. really know who it's for. Lego yeah. fans. I guess so. Mm. So what would you think if they created a dinosaur from a chicken? I'd think, why? Why? Why would you put something above us on the food chain into existence? Yeah? Yeah. Right now, in this area that we live in? Yeah. I don't have to worry about being picked off by a predator. Well, yeah. And I don't mean like in the trees with three dotted no. razor, you know. I got it. I almost said razor sight. But I, I mean, in, in other words, why would I want to create something that I have to now be on the lookout for? For science. No. Science is not <laughs> worth my life. Do you think they would release it into the wild? Haven't you seen Jurassic Park? That's what everyone always says. Life is not like a movie, Jurassic Tim. Park was a documentary. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was. Yeah, I know you do. Gosh. You'd be eaten by compies. I would, and I'd love it. Okay. What kind of dinosaur? A, a kind plant-eating one? Don't you I'm wish. made out of plants. No, because you, you know why? Because it's people like you who want to see velociraptors eating T-Rexes and... That only leads, my friend, to <laughs> ravenous packs of wild dinosaurs who our friend Alex will want to put saddles and chains on the side <laughs> Stop of. Stop it, you. That's what he always wanted, man. He'd I like, know it. Jurassic Park 4. The dinosaurs have saddles and chain guns mounted on the side. That was actually one of the scripts for it. <sighs> you know, and when we were 15, it sounded really cool. Yeah, I, I always wanted to see that kind of with that X-Men arcade game graphics, like little dinosaur <laughs> around, you know, but yeah. But back to the important scientific question at hand. Ooh. Okay, if you could take a chicken and make it a dinosaur. Yep. I don't know, what do you think? I think let's do it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cuz I want to see a dinosaur. <laughs> what yeah. other reason is there? Then what are you going to do? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm not a conspiracy theorist at all okay all right 
Are we sure dinosaurs are real? What? Are you sure that they're not just fabricated, not fabricated from nothing, but like the, the dinosaurs we know, the different brands, if you will, that there was definitely a Triceratops and definitely a Brontosaurus and definitely a T-Rex. Do I sound stupid saying this out loud? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, we have fossils. What do you think those are? We have fossils of whole skeletons or we have bits that have been put together. I think we have whole skeletons. I'm not saying did creatures that size exist. I'm saying the shapes we've put them in. I wonder if they really exist. I, I believe so. Okay. I just I thought there was a big scandal where there was a dinosaur that they thought was originally, you know, one shape and size, and then they found new evidence that it wasn't or something like that. I don't know. I I, I thought that I heard that. I but don't know anyway, what to say to you. All right, so we've established that. Everybody listening, dinosaurs aren't real. Jason and I agree. No, I don't agree with that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't even agree with that. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have this this doctor, and this doctor is going to take a bucket. What's his name? His name is the Colonel. (laughs) Oh, Dr. the Colonel. (laughs) He's Dr. the Colonel, and Dr. the Colonel is going to take a bucket of KFC and reverse engineer it into an iguanodon. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, I hope. Well, what what is is there really a possibility that this could happen? Yes, actually. Um, before I saw saw this article um, a few weeks ago, I saw a thing on Discovery where they were talking about this exact thing. They were saying that most likely they won't be able to find any DNA from bones, like fossils. Right. I mean, they found like bits and pieces, but not enough. Sure. To, to make a full like strain, I guess. Um, and they won't be able to really get any from, um, like mosquitoes or how, you know, how they did in Jurassic Park. Right. Um, I mean, that stuff happens, but they won't be able to get enough to make a full dinosaur. So another idea that's come about is to, um, like change, go into chicken DNA and turn off and on little switches to make, you know, a different creature. And this is based on the idea that, and I know we've seen it in Jurassic Park, but that was because of research that's truly been done. Like, Michael Crichton mm-hmm. wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah. But he didn't come up with this theory, from what I've been made to understand, mm-hmm. the theory that the that fowl, you know, common birds and things now are related to what we know of as dinosaurs. Yeah. So you're saying we go back, flip switches mm-hmm. to revert the DNA. Right. To be more like... Back to what it was back right. then. Like, let's say, for its tail, or scales, the switches in the DNA were turned off on a chicken. And so all we feathers. have to do is turn... Right. So we have to just turn it back on, huh. turn the feathers off, turn the scales on, turn the tail on, and then it's going to grow a tail and scales hmm. instead of feathers. And the But idea- I think they've accomplished some of these things. Like they may, I haven't made a full dinosaur, but they, they have been able to grow scales and like a tail and claws. I think. Oh, and teeth. I saw they did teeth too. What? It had teeth on its beak. Oh wow, great! Let's make the one cheap thing at the supermarket <laughs> these days more dangerous. I don't think they'll be selling them teeth. Not on purpose. Oh hey. So I just see the sci-fi original movie now. Chicken tooth. <laughs> right and here's what it is it starts out with a farmer and it's just the most ridiculous 
stock character and it's he's a cliche and he's two dimensional he's like come on now Bessie you gotta eat and it's the low camera shot of chicken tooth <laughs> skulking across the farmyard and it's just this like fish island and it's going oh really fast God. and he's like oh Bessie you know and you hear <laughs> and that's when the blood sp- just splatters everywhere and it oh, looks ridiculous man. and it's chicken like chicken tooth it doesn't say it but it just and then the words chicken tooth and then they crack like an egg <laughs> I see <laughs> you see I don't want to see it honestly though that is a uh, it's interesting so you're saying because these it proves that chickens do have these inherent um, pieces because if they didn't you wouldn't be able to just flick the switch and make it happen like right yeah you're saying, and I know we really have a limited understanding of exactly what they're doing, but I guess, correct me if you understand this differently, hmm. you're saying that they couldn't do this for, like, a primate, because right. primates don't have that inherently in their DNA to switch on. They don't share the same DNA as... Gotcha. And that's why it is. Yeah. Huh. That's very um, ambitious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And realistically, I don't know. I think that... I would be interested to see where it went. No, well, about Jurassic Park, don't you think if it weren't for Dennis Nedry turning off the security and everything that none of that would have happened? I guess. I mean, it was just a person that caused it, not actually having the dinosaurs there. Well, that's what you get for letting Newman on the island. (laughs) That's what you get. (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, I know what you're saying, but... (laughs) Just talking about this. In, like, in real life, don't you think they would have more precautions and everything would be... Theoretically. The way that it was set up was that it was... Because I don't believe that you... The way it was set up, it was privatized. Yeah. It was very private. And I think it would be the same thing. You know who I would say who would clone dinosaurs and have a theme park with it first? Which nationality would you say would do that? Japan. Yep. Yep. And it would be private, and they would be on an estate of some rich person on some island, and... The security would be whatever, and I. The only thing I can think is corporate espionage or greed. Someone would try to steal one. One gets loose. If they did have the ability to mate, like they did in the movie, mm-hmm. now they're loose on the islands of Japan, mm-hmm. even if they're just small ones. You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. You start messing with that. Think about this. <clears throat> Here in Florida, we tried to engineer a bug to eat mosquitoes. Just try to make a bug. Not a dinosaur. We just tried to make a bug because we're like, oh, it'll do this and it'll act this way. That's where we got love bugs from. Oh, yeah. They don't do anything but stick together and then stick to my windshield. <laughs> yeah, like they don't really accomplish anything. They fly. Is that around. what they were designed for? Yes, to eat bugs. They were designed to try to eat mosquitoes. Oh, mosquitoes. What kind of bugs were they? I don't know. That'd be a good thing to research. Oh, hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just thought they were annoying. You know what? Let's stop the recording, and let's just look it up right now. Okay. All right, so we're back, and that uh, that seals it. You are allowed to have your dinosaurs, because it's an urban myth. Dinosaurs? No. Love bugs <laughs> being engineered by the University of Florida. So, um, according to Professor Wikipedia, yeah, that is an urban myth, and love bugs actually migrated to Florida. So I don't think we'll have dinosaurs stuck together at the butt. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope not. <laughs> right? How dangerous would that be? What's worse than one That's Velociraptor? That's one of the failed attempts. That'll be one yeah. of the failed attempts when you're walking through the facility. You know, because you're sneaking in. Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Mr. Yamamoto says, oh, no trespassing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, does he? <laughs> I'm smelling an anime. Oh, no. We need a wacky pet-like sidekick that's maybe feline in origin. <laughs> okay. I mean. Like Snarf? There you go. Optimally, it can fly and talk. Okay. Um. No, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, um. Uh... Yeah, go ahead. You can have your dinosaurs. I was way off. Thanks. Also, if anyone has ever seen health food stores that carry ear candles have you ever seen about this or heard about this it's the candle that you put in your ear and it's supposed to be rolled up made of wax and so it sucks the wax out of your ear excuse me yeah they're they're called earwax candles and what it is you is light it, it you light one end of it and it is hollow and, and it's it about sticks a out foot of your long. head yeah you put it in your ear and the open wide there. air there's a fire at the other end of it yeah. okay. um they tell you that it's important that you take the candle Cut a hole in a paper plate and put it through the paper plate and then rest the plate on your head so you don't catch your hair on fire. And, so the wax like is supposed to drip in there dry and then you pull it out and it pulls the wax out. Well, the idea it. is that the wax from your ear is supposed to be used as it would be if it were wax from a candle. That's why the candle's hollow. Yeah. You put the hollow end in your ear and the burning, the fire, right. sucks the wax up through into the hollow part of the candle. Okay? Okay. That is also an urban myth. I tried it, and I'm like, wow, the way that it burns, it looks as though there's earwax inside. Yeah. But it is just the film of the candle. I have seen um, countless articles on how they're fake. But it looks and it feels as though it's doing something because the oxygen is being pulled Uh from your inner ear canal as this fire burns and is hungry for oxygen. And so you lay on your the side of your head, and you light that, and it's supposed to suck it out. And so you feel a sensation. You hear a um, a sound in your ear and everything like that. And I thought it was like, wow, this is neat. But it's a that is also – and what made me think about that was the love bug thing because mm. so many people have told me to do the earwax candle. It just sounds so dangerous to me. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely risky. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's pointless. So yeah. it's risky and pointless. Okay. Not high on my list of things I want to try. <laughs> hmm, what's risky and pointless? I thought you said you did try it. Yeah, but I'm, if I would have known it was risky oh, and pointless. yeah, well. I thought it was beneficial. Yeah. And then the benefits outweighed the risk, but nay. 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 Okay. That's some schnazzy music you got going on there. That's right. It sounds like an old Mega Man. It does sound like that to me. Perhaps a Sonic. Or Sonic, yes. Um, This is a game I found... Yesterday, or the day before, it's called Mister Ah Ah Ah. It's an iPhone app, yes. and it's it's spelled A A capital A lowercase A lowercase H capital H exclamation point two exclamation points. Mm. You're good at that stuff. Yeah, that, that preciseness. <clears throat> and so, what it is is this little white kind of figure. And he is. There are these platforms with kind of a uh, bullseye on them. Okay, it's a side scroller, right? Yes. 
and he casts out a rope and he'll swing on it and you press down and he'll let go of the rope and you have to try to land on the bullseye as close as you can to the center of it. Gotcha. Depending on where you land, you get a different amounts of points. And then if you keep landing on the center, you can chain them together and get bonus points. Like more and more points. Yeah. So it's Pitfall meets Mr. Game & Watch. Um, <laughs> you know, when Pitfall Harry swings over the crocodiles and you hear the... Yeah, I don't know if I would say that. No, nah, really, I wouldn't either, but I just thought that It's kind of like Spider-Man meets Mr. Game & Watch. Sure, I'll say that. Okay, good. So it's kind of like Pitfall Harry and Spider-Man had a lunch meeting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It is a cool game. I got the light version because, as you all know, I'm I'm cheap and I usually don't pay for anything in in the app universe unless it's really good. Do you know um, how much I spent on apps? I would love to know. I think just this week. I think. I would love to know. $20. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's only Wednesday. I, I have probably spent more than that in a week, but I've just started keeping track of my spending. There's a really cool website called mint.com. Yeah, I know. I have an account. Oh. The thing I don't like about it is... It's late. It's always updating your stuff late, sending me emails like a week later going, yeah. your new balance is... I'm like, what are you it, kidding? It if only I... <laughs> updates at midnight every night. It doesn't update in real time. Oh, I so see. So it's of no benefit to me. Well, however, you can use your... Like, I know that one thing well, it does is... you can create it, budgets and things with it. Well, that's new. I just got the email where you can okay. create budgets. But for your I, your iTunes app spending, yeah. Mint.com has the feature where you link it directly to your bank and it's secure and everything is itemized as you spend. And when you spend, you can um, select what category it's in. Mm-hmm. So you can go in there. Oh, I see. You can... And if it's not music, you can see how much, what percentage of your revenue you're spending on apps. Ah, you could even go in there and do that for the last six months. Every iTunes purchase, take an hour one day mm-hmm. and just go through and, and make it because you can customize your tags, customize the tag as app. Mm-hmm. And it, it will tell you over the past six months how much you've spent. How will I know? It, it, well, because it takes and it has every every transaction you've made. Oh, and my So as long account. as you... But yeah, it, and it's it pretty just good. comes up as iTunes store purchase. So what if I have purchased music in the store? You, well, no, the, isn't the uh, isn't each transaction? I'm trying to think because I I think does it label it as music and apps? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'm thinking of the emails they send me, oh. which has an itemized oh, list. I canceled my Mint account. Oh, well, there you go. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't get that far into it. I was like, this is not helping me at all. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I use it for. I was for. excited about it first. I was yeah, like, no, it's neat. I wanted the app for it. I thought this is going to be really cool. but Well, what's neat about it is it can really show you where you're spending what. Yeah. That's cool to see it in a yeah. pie chart format. And the budget, now they have a new budgeting, um, a full budgeting section that's free. Mm-hmm. That's what's cool about it. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. Yeah, I just jokingly say it's late because it'll be like, you know, whenever I get paid, it's like a new deposit has been put into your account. And it's like, like you said, it's like three, four days afterwards. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, great. Good thing I'm <laughs> keeping a balance in my checkbook, right? <laughs> yeah. I'd be all wrong. <laughs> but um, we were talking about, um, you were just talking about how much you spent on apps. And I was like, I would love to know. Because I was saying how I got the light version of Mr. Ah. Yeah. And, um. I just 
I would love to see how much you've spent in apps. Oh, total? Yeah. I'm sure it's hundreds. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> now, do you think that you're enjoying it, though? It's worth every penny to you, right? Yeah. Because I'm thinking the, the reason why I love that you're spending that much, it's so selfish. Can I tell you why? Because you find the good apps and then tell me which ones are actually worth <laughs> buying. So, or, or you tell me which ones are free. I got this free app. It's called Tower Madness. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games that it's hokey, but the gameplay mm-hmm. makes you forget anything about that. It's a tower. What did you call it? Tower defense. A tower defense game. And I didn't know that that was a genre, but I, oh. I like this genre. There are many tower defense games on the iTunes store. Really? Yeah. You should try Field Runners. Field really? Runners and Geo Defense. Those are two of the top ones. It's money? It's, <laughs> it's money. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, they, they may have light versions. You can. I'll give it a shot. And if it's good, because if I had gotten the light version of Tower Defense, I probably would have bought it. I, th- I really enjoyed it. I think if. <laughs> Stop it. You, no, that is not. You pulled up something on your Google Reader. <laughs> it looked like a carrot top as a drag queen. Oh, yeah. What in the world was that? Oh. I don't know. Oh, man. man, what feeds is that? What feeds is that? <laughs> now listen, I think once anyway. you play Field Runners and Geo Defense, you'll probably delete that Tower Defense one or whatever it's called. What's it called? It's called <laughs> it's called Tower Madness. Tower Madness. Must you spit on the only app I've ever said was worth buying? <laughs> there are saying, aliens, and I'm it's three. Now that I know you like Tower Defense games, it's making me excited because I can introduce you to. More things that you can try to get me to buy. Exactly. <laughs> no. But, um, well, anyway, so our, I, I would say that our app of the week, because overall it's a very well-made game, is Mr. Ah. So check it out. There's a very light version. Very polished. The graphics are very nice looking. Graphics, sound. Yeah. Yeah. The music, it, it starts up right away. The graphics the even. Gameplay the is very tight and very responsive. Yeah, I would say I yes. I like that. Especially for, I mean, the iPhone touchscreen is good. But in games, it's not famous for being fast. And I noticed that the response time was pretty fast. You know, it was as fast as I could think of it. You know, I, I feel the same way about that Spider game. That, that I think that's about. the best response I've ever seen on this touchscreen. Yeah. Um, which he's talking about the game. And that game, check that out too if, if you have an iPhone. It's called Spider. Um, and uh, what is it? The Mystery of Bryce Mansion? I never remember the... The Secret of Bryce Manor. <laughs> the Secret of Bryce Manor. See? Get it, it is right. a secret. <laughs> yeah. I should if I'm telling people to get it. Um, yeah. Light versions of games. They're wise. If you're an iPhone developer, make a light version because that's the only way I'm going to buy it. I'm not taking a risk. I think at the beginning, I took like a $1.99 risk. Like, oh, this looks neat. Never again. Oh, it was some because of that? Well, because... Which one was it? Even light versions that I've played... Man, I wish I could remember which one it was, because then I'd tell everybody to avoid it. It was some awful 3D flight game, and I thought, whoa, that looks so cool. And I mean, the the pictures looked really good. Yeah. The gameplay was terrible. It was really bad. It was you know like what a do? retarded Star Fox. Mm-hmm. It was bad. If there's not a light version, I well, I do it anyway, even if there is, but I watch videos online oh. of gameplay, and I also look at reviews. And also, if you go into the 
touch arcade forums they have whole threads dedicated to single games and people that have played it are talking about it discussing what's good what's bad so tell me what touch arcade is i've never heard touch of that. arcade is a, a blog that's dedicated to iphone games well that would be really helpful i think let's link to that in our show notes yeah and that's where i get a lot of my uh i find a lot of my games that's fantastic they review them they preview them is this also where they say what's free for the day and stuff because i know a couple of times i've seen you oh yeah those ones that i share yeah you're like hey check this app out today it's free like i okay another app i don't know how long these are free for but i have about battery which is really just an in it's a very inclusive battery app Mm -hmm. telling you how long your battery will last doing certain things and then there's convert bot which is a converter app and it is very good it converts units of measurement, distance, mass. I mean, it's like very thorough. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I like used it. it. I never thought I'd use it, but I was like, I'll get it anyway. And um, for my one year anniversary with my girlfriend, yeah. I cooked chicken Alfredo. Yeah. And I had to convert the recipe and I used it two different times. It worked good. In one day. It worked flawlessly. It's awesome. Yeah. And that Alfredo was I have it. Bang I don't know it. if I'll ever use it for anything, but. But it's great for when the occasion does come up. It's great to have it. Also, by the same developer, there's a weight bot app, Uh and it'll track your weight with uh, graphs and statistics and everything. Hmm. You type your weight in every day or whenever. See, that's the kind of thing. I haven't gotten that yet, but I'm waiting for that maybe to become free. Yeah, because that's the kind of thing where I still have another component. I've got to find a scale and weigh myself every day. Yeah. Like, you know, if the iPhone app, you know, if it... I just think it's neat. Yeah. Um, but in the Touch Arcade forums, a lot of the, the developers for all these games, that's where they post their stuff and hang out. Like the po- Pocket God developers are really big in these forums. That's great. They, no, that's every, really good. Every new update, they always have a big uh, post with images and things. So That's cool. <clears throat> I really like it. Yeah, well, we'll link to that in the show notes. So I guess that's our show. And you were listening to the music from Field Runners. We've talked about a lot of uh, tower defense games, I guess. Which is an undiscovered genre for me that I realize I love. I don't know what it is about it, but I love it. So, you're listening to music from Field Runners. Uh, I am Tim. And I am Jason. So, uh, you've been listening to the Multi-Geek Show. And... Check out the blog for things that perhaps didn't make it into the show. That's multigeekshow.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.